Well, good morning, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you're, hope you're having a, a good start to your morning and having a good day. And thankful I get to share today. And I want to share with you a, a story, a true story that I heard a while back about a young teenage girl named Jenny. Jenny grew up in a, a really conservative home, and so she often, as she she grew into her teenage years, would, would clash with her parents. And they would clash about the music that she listened to, and they would clash about, about the length of her skirt. And finally, one night, she had this long, drag-out fight with her father. And so at the end of the fight, she, she said to her dad, I hate you, and I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to be here anymore. And that night, even though she was still under 18, still living at home, she bought a bus ticket to Detroit. She grew up in Traverse City, a couple hours outside of Detroit, and she, she bought a bus ticket to Detroit because she thought, that's the one place my parents will never look for me. They'll, they'll never look for me in, in Detroit. I had such a, a bad reputation at this time, of being such a, a hard city, such a rough city. She thought, they'll never look for me here. And so she bought a one-way ticket to Detroit. In her second day in Detroit, she was approached by a man who drove the biggest car that she had ever seen and who had really nice clothing. And he took her under his wing and he gave her pills that made her feel good. And, and pretty soon the pills turned to harder drugs, turned to heroin. And before she, she knew it, she was hooked. She was addicted to heroin. And, and in order to to try and, and, and feed her habit, she began to sell herself. And that ha had happened for a year where she was selling herself to, to try and maintain her drug habit. And uh, about a year into to this, she got sick. And quickly, this, this man she called Boss, who had been so nice to her, so kind to her, taking her under his wing, he kicked her to the curb. She found herself out on the streets, just sleeping with a couple of men a night, just trying to support her drug habit. And she hated her life. She hated everything about her life. And finally, one night, she, she thought to herself, could I go home? Would I be able to go home? And so she was able to find a, a phone, and she called home, and there was no answer. So then a while later, she, she called home again, no answer. No one picked up the phone. And then finally she called a third time. No answer. And she left a voicemail. And she said, look, Mom and Dad, this is Jenny. I'm at bottom. You probably wouldn't even recognize me right now. But I'm at bottom. And she said, listen, I'm going to be taking a bus from Detroit tomorrow to Traverse City. And about midnight tomorrow, it's going to be pulling in. And it's going to be in in the Greyhound station for 15 minutes. And so, if you want me to come home, then you can meet me at the Greyhound station tomorrow night at midnight. And she said, if you're not there, I totally understand, but I'm just going to stay on the bus, and eventually it's going to take me to Canada where I'm going to start a new life. So the next day she got on the bus, and as she got closer to Traverse City, her, her stomach was just in knots because she thought, my whole future rides on, on this one little 15-minute window. Are my parents going to be there? And she, she began to get more and more nervous as, as they got closer to Traverse City. She smelled her hands, and they smelled like nicotine. She thought, oh, my gosh, my parents are going to know that I've been smoking. And then she 
looked at the tracks in her arms and she thought, oh my gosh, my parents are going to know that I've been doing heavy drugs and all that comes along with doing heavy drugs. Are they going to accept me? And so finally they pulled into the bus station. She looked around. She didn't see her parents at all as she sat on the bus. And the, the, she heard the announcement that they were only going to be there for 15 minutes. She had 15 minutes before that they were going to continue on to their next stop. And so she decided, look, I'm going to get off the bus. I'm going to do a quick lap around the bus station, see if my parents are here. And if not, I'm just going to head up to Canada. And so she got off the bus and she gets off the bus and walks into the bus station. She looks up and there's this party of about 40 people and they're all wearing, they're all wearing party hats. And, and behind them on the wall is a huge banner that says, Welcome Home, Jenny. And as she walks in the bus station, there's this loud eruption as they see her. And her dad is at the front of the party, and he walks up to her. And she looks at her dad, and she says, You don't understand what I've done. You don't understand who I've become. And he says, You don't have to talk about it. What's important is that you're home. I love that picture, this modern-day prodigal story. He said, what's important is that you're home. Friends, that's, that's a, that, that is a picture of the love of the Father for us, the one who throws us a party as we come home. I love that story. Reminds me of 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, that says this, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. That is what we are. We are loved by our Father. The story of Jenny and her dad, it's a picture of your Father in Heaven's love for you. And so listen, as you look back at, at 2020, you know, perhaps you would say, you know, I don't feel like a prodigal. I haven't completely run away from the Lord. I haven't completely divorced myself from my faith. But as you look back at the past year, you might say, I have not been as close to my Father as I would have liked or as I've been in the past because of all the disruption and the distractions that came along with 2020. So my encouragement to you today as we, we start this new year, I said, oh friend, would you run back to the Father? to the Father who always greets us when we turn around and come to Him, to the Father who always welcomes us home, to the Father like Jenny's dad who always says, you're home now, you're home now, you're home. Friend, perhaps you feel disconnected from the Lord right now. Oh, would you, would you turn to Him? Would you turn back to Him and run to Him and restart your walk with Him? It's a new year, friend. What better time than come back to the Father. What better time than now to, to come back to, to your old habits, to the old patterns of reading His Word and praying to Him and worshiping Him. He always welcomes us back. Let it be so. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you and hope you have a wonderful day.